You can't spell mongaroos without ASMR. I'm your ASMR guy. In the morning. <laughs> In the morning. Drive time ASMR. This is going out strangely. Mongaroos. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Manga Roos, uh, the only podcast where we read a manga in a language that's not English, and then we talk about it in English, I think. Maybe uh, we're the only language that does that. That's accurate. <laughs> and, you just called uh, us a language. <laughs> yeah. We are we literally the only language. language. We're the only language. <laughs> hey, Jason, do you want us to read the new description that you made? Should we read that every time? Oh, wait, no, we, we have a new description. I think we need an intro. Okay. I think we could just say, hey, what's up? And then we can just start talking about whatever <laughs> okay. bullshit. Good, good, good. About. Yeah, we you, we can be a language. That's just, yeah, we are a language. Are okay. you fluent in Mongaroos? <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? This is Mongaroos. And uh, who, <laughs> who is joining me today? <laughs> what up? It's your boy, Norman Mark. I guess that makes me raid. Jason, you no can call shit. me Ray, or you can call me Jason. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess uh, I guess that makes me Emma then. Yeah, I yeah. thought. Well, we did it. We knew exactly how this is going to play out the moment. That <laughs> Wait a second. Series. Tag yourself. I'm definitely Emma for real, though. Like, yeah, we, you're yeah. probably Emma. Yeah, okay. I'm the Emma. Okay, I can see that. But who I think uh, I think Mark's Norman then. I am Norman, I, and I'm the Ray. I'm, s- I'm sitting under the Norman. tree with my book. Yeah, okay, with well, your works. book. And you can remember everything from when you were a baby. Uh, yeah, I remember everything because I have a photographic memory from when I left the womb, which is kind of creepy because what did I see when coming out there? Yeah, mm. God takes away those memories for a reason. It's a <laughs> yeah. gift. Depends if you come out feet first or not. <laughs> Although that does not happen in volume one. So you're Nobody comes no, out it does not. in volume one. <laughs> well, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know what we're going to talk about because you haven't introduced it yet, but I have been deep in it. Okay, you've been deep in the grace field because the manga that we we're reading this week is The Promised Neverland, written Yakusoku by no yeah, that uh, You can say that in an a- ASMR way um, if you want. No, I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I'm anti ASMR. It's written by Kaiyu uh, Shirai and Kaiyu. Uh, yeah, Kaiyu. Yeah, you're right. Shit. <laughs> and Posca, and then French illustrated Canadian by Posca Demizu. I don't think that's the real names, but well, I don't know. Maybe... Say that again. I was talking the whole time. Sorry. You should say that. The illustrations are done by Posca Demizu, which I've never heard the name Posca before. I wonder what the. I think it's a pen name. No, I know, but I wonder what like the motto was like what was it inspired from what's a posca <laughs> posca sounds like polish or something yeah it sounds like uh, polish or something caillou and posca sounds like a really bad monza uh, <laughs> well caillou and posca they teamed up to make this manga and it was like the best thing that happened to both their careers yeah so... you can say that again <laughs> so that was a really good combi and i found out actually sorry i'm gonna go into my like a little bit not going to do the full, like, backstory, but I No, do your monologue. Go in, go in. In 2013, uh, Shirai, or Caillou, he went to uh, Shueisha, and he brought his story idea to the uh, staff there. And what did and they say? Like, and they said, super cool, but you're a terribly slow mangaka, and you're doing a very slow time of all these revisions and stuff. Mm. So, and your drawings don't really fit. So we don't think that you're actually a good fit to draw your own manga. I uh, mean, they would know. They put yeah. out a lot of manga. <laughs> they put out a lot of manga. Wait, so in 2013, it was th- the same story idea that ended up being this? A, a bit different in that the, his initial story idea was that it was a bit darker, believe it or not. And there was oh, only one main character that made it out of the farm. And then that oh. character just goes on like throughout the story. Um, and then the story just ends and begins with this, like begins and ends with this one main character, and, and there's like other characters, but they're not as important. Mm. So like, you gotta have Nakama. You can't a, have a yeah. You gotta have Nakama. Nakama. That sounds and, a little bit like Alice in Wonderland. But um, so then uh, Shirai <laughs> was like, "Oh, if I can't draw it, then I want Demizu because okay. I like I like their art and I like vibe with it." So no, he was the, vibing with it. Yeah, he was vibing with it's it. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> So, what else has Posca done? 
Tell us the truth. Uh, <laughs> Posca has done some stuff that has not been super, super popular. Like a lot of things like some like like manga about Sherlock Holmes or something. Ooh. Not his fault. Not his <laughs> <Yeah>. fault. Sir <laughs> Arthur and Conan our... Doyle, notoriously slow. It might and be putting out new material. Uh, When's the last time Conan Doyle put out anything good? Yeah, we're still waiting. Um, but anyway, Regular what is this? What is this manga even about? Um, I don't know. I got I got a special summary from Mark uh, that I would that I wanted to. Oh, read. that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Oh <laughs> shit! I just found out. Womp womp. Here's a breaking news. What? Demi Zupolska and I have the same birthday. Oh my What's god! Up? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yeah, how do you like You're that? You're like soul sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm somebody's soul sister, that's for sure. Um, anyway, what is this manga about? Bratty kids from an orphanage rebel against authority figures and engage in high-stakes games of hide-and-seek with nightmarish boogeymen. Although, volume one does not have so many hide-and-seek games. I mean, no, the no, games they're are mostly playing with the a kids. shit ton of hide-and-seek. <laughs> uh, well, amongst the kids. Yeah, amongst the kids, but I think that's I think it's kind of brilliant. Actually, going back and reading volume one out of yeah, yeah. after only I've I've only read ten of the twenty volumes, I think mm. so. And there was so much foreshadowing and so Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of deep, deep cuts. Well, I mean uh, he was thinking of the story since like two thousand thirteen and like reworking it, it, like working it again. It's crazy. It shows. It's a it's a master class. Mm-hmm. Um, I disagree. Oh, <laughs> but let's get into it. Okay. So, um, I mean, what do you disagree on? I'm, I'm interested. So I had a weird time with this one because I read the first several volumes of this when it was new. I don't remember how many I read. So it might have been eight. It might have been six. Some somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Not more than eight. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And. I didn't read the first one when it came out, but I think I started reading it around volume three or four. That's as you do sometimes. You just <laughs> jump just right in. I, no, <laughs> I bought like the first. I the bought first the first three because oh, okay, it was okay. it was starting to get like it was really popular, yeah it was really popular. This popped off. So yeah, it was huge. And I, I at some point I was like, all right, let me see what this is all about. So I I kind of I picked it up. I got into it. I remembered enjoying it up until a point and then obviously I, I gave up on it for whatever reason i couldn't believe that was like six years ago first of all that blew my mind what was your last but, thought that you remembered about it before you gave up i'm just curious. yeah what was the last thing that you remembered I when you turned off the lights the last thing that went through my mind uh when i no um i don't remember anything about this series because oh, when wow. I was reading it, when I was <laughs> reading it this time, uh-huh. I was like, "Holy shit!" When the Unis showed up, I was like, "I don't remember this." <laughs> what? Stop. What? Yeah. How did I thought it was a happy story about an orphanage. How did you get I was that like, far? No, I remember that there were. I remembered the the mothers, especially okay, the mothers. Uh, Kurone, who is drawn oh, yeah, like is a, an insane uh, rendition mean, yeah. of the Joker. Um, but I didn't remember the Oni part. I remembered that they were like villains, <laughs> but I didn't remember what they looked like. I don't know. Are all. they villains? So, are the Onis the villains? I, Mark, I, I what do you not, think? Uh, but the point is, hang on a <laughs> god darn second. I didn't think this first volume was very good. Uh, I thought it was actually kind of bad in a lot of ways. So it had some cool stuff going for it, but I was surprised by how much I did not like it the second time. Well, let's so. pick apart the parts that you didn't like. Tell us the top three flaws in the story. So I don't think that it is a very well-told story. I think that the pacing is not very good. So, a bit herky-jerky. It's it's extr- like you put you know the, the bunny sto- in, you pull the bunny out. I have no idea what that is a reference to, <laughs> yeah. but that might be a perfect uh, analogy. That's just going story. right over my head. Um, I think that. The, the old storytelling axiom is like, show, don't tell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, the story, they do tell a lot, but I, yeah. This, this story it's is a lot 100% of tell. And I just think uh, it is a great concept for, for a manga or for a story, but like it's so front-loaded. They just pack everything into that first chapter. I was really and, surprised about how much information is in the first volume. Yeah, it's like, like Minerva was reaching down from the yeah. very first pages to just give it to us. I just felt like uh, it 
I didn't care about these characters because there wasn't enough time to like bond with them before they're in crisis mode. And uh, it just, it just felt like everything was explained. Mm. And then. Although I think that Emma is like pretty fleshed out, at least in that you see that she's like pretty much like a big sister. She like does a lot of like. Her role is clearly defined. She, she's the one good character, uh, arguably, but so. And then in the subsequent chapters after the first chapter, they spend so much, the three main characters spend so mm-hmm. much time just talking about like, well, it must be this. It must be her her her, her pocket watch compass thing that's tracking us. <laughs> it's like, like a Dragon Ball like thing. They just me. kind of <laughs> arbitrarily solve all these mysteries like without really using any logic or clues or it's just so much time is spent in dialogue mm-hmm. instead of just like showing cool, interesting scenes of I, espionage I feel like or this, intrigue. Maybe this is why Mark like vibed with it more because he's like a dialogue person. I'm a dialogue person. I, but the dialogue wasn't good. I, I don't, don't know. know. No, I don't know, dude. I'm, I don't know. I, I like. I mean, I was intrigued by it. That's why I definitely ended up intriguing. It's the intriguing. <laughs> it's intriguing, but when you already kind of know what's going on. On a reread, I was just like, I don't know. This doesn't hang together very well. Also, I thought the drawing was really inconsistent. I thought that there were just like bizarro poses that characters were doing for no reason that didn't fit the scene. And some a lot of the faces did not look consistent from panel to panel. So it just, it, it kind of, it took me out of it a little bit. Especially Kurone or Koro. What what is her name? Korone? Kurone? Uh, I think it's. I thought it was Chloe. Kurone or something. I don't know. Yeah, like her face looks <laughs> like a completely mama. different Kurone. person. Yeah, I mean Kurone. it's kind of like. And I know it's because she's like an over-the-top villain. Yeah, guess, she's like an over-the-top just, villain. It's it's kind of distracting after a certain point. So those okay. were my top. Oh, and I also I I really hate how. Uh, Emma's hair looks like a pile of leaves on her head. Like that one really long, crazy... <laughs> it's her shokak, shokak. <laughs> It's just It's just way too... It's I her antenna, it. dude. It's I her antenna. She's um, got to have an antenna. If you had read to volume 10, you will see how important the shokaku are. And then the author, even, or I guess the artist, uh, Polska, our boy, uh, mm. shows us a step-by-step how-to of how to create your own Emma hairstyle. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. If you can make it work, I, I imagine it involves a lot of like layers of wax. So I'm it, guessing uh, that you actually didn't like this art and story combo. Like, what artist do you think would better draw this? No, no, no. I, I yeah. like a lot of the art. I think it has a really good dynamism to it, and some panels look really cool. Mm-hmm. And I, the, the Oni designs are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what brought me back for volume two if I cast my mind back to 2018 or whatever it was, because the, the, the way this volume ends is amazing. Yeah. Like the, the, the last two pages are super cool. And that's exactly the kind of shit that I'm into. But, uh, oh. the art is really good. Sometimes it's just really inconsistent. So I don't think it's bad art. It's just, it's weird art. And sometimes like the mother's neck looks like it's about a foot and a half. long. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, so yeah, the, it's weird, but like, I actually think the weirdness makes it appropriate, like really appropriate because it's so like you want to believe that this is a normal place, but actually no, it's all distorted and a lie. So like everything being a bit distorted, I'm okay with that just because of that. But I think that would be absolutely true. I would totally agree with you with you if it was only the evil characters that were kind of all amorphous like that. But it's the kids too. So. I like like the kids when they yeah. have dumb looks on their faces. I love it. <laughs> I do love their dumb looks, but yeah, just the 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 art's kind of all over. But the you place have uh, something you want to say, Mark? Yeah, I'm gonna hard disagree with everything that you just put out there, Jason. Um, I think the kids are the bad guys as well as the only. <laughs> I think it's the deeper Whoa. you get in the story, you find that everyone is evil. Everyone kills shit and eats it. What is really the like what is the actual best and highest good what is the real natural order Uh, and being vegan i guess but being vegan i guess yeah (laughs) Yeah. i guess we'll dig it in a little bit later so i can get behind polska's decisions to have like a little bit of uh, you know distorted character drawings every now and then doesn't bother me uh i thought the art choice was fantastic i'm so glad that uh 
Caillou did not try to draw his own uh, drawings because he's put a lot of work into the story. And the story, I think, is really good. Now, I hear you on the perhaps uh, surplus of exposition that's in the dialogue because they explain everything. It's like Detective Conan uh, just only turned up to the nth degree because you need a lot more explaining in this universe because so much yeah. is outside of our normal everyday experience that he really tries to bring i mean it also reminds me a little bit of bleach right where you have re uh what is it rika come in and mm-hmm. explain so much of what's going on in the soul society except at this time it's emma it's norman it's ray it's these three kids that you really get to know very well throughout the series like they all have very distinct personalities the other kids Maybe not so much. I get that. And also when... <laughs> there's, there's a few like highlighted children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those, those are the three main ones. Then you there's get like... Longhead kid. Longhead kid. Don and, and whatnot. They, they have, like, yeah. Oh, this is the first manga we've read where one of the characters is named after us. Did you notice one of the babies was named Mark? I did. But he's <laughs> he's only in it. He just like puts up the plates like one time. Uh-huh. Also, also it, it, here's another thing that I thought about a little bit. There's a lot of non-Japanese names in this story Uh, like almost all of them them. almost all all of them all of them non-japanese names and i am i thought about that a little bit like it stood out to me at first but it stopped standing out to me as i got deeper into it into into the series like i'm I'm not just talking about volume one like like Mm. deep deep into it i think I think uh, Caillou did a pretty good job of coming up with some rather normal sounding names. Yeah. Sometimes Kurone Kurone is is a little bit out there. Kurone is like a weird name. Like, I don't know what that is. That like a. What is that supposed to be in English? I don't even know. It's French. (laughs) Oh, it's French. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) But no, I was going to say, I really, really like the series. Uh, I had never read it before. So, my experience with Yakusoku Neborando is I take my kids every saturday to this uh there's this don't take them like, to the commu- farm <laughs> don't take them to the farm i take them to this community center uh down the street from my house where they can, they can play with trains they get all this putadero and they can play with blocks and stuff and other kids on a saturday but it like closes at 12 so you have to get out there early uh but they also have like all this manga and all the kids from the neighborhoods come and they just like read the manga because like every fucking series yeah, that yeah, kids yeah. are going to read with manga so while my kids are like reading other books or they're playing with blocks or whatnot i mean i, I will help them of course make some blocks but also i'm like what's the new series what's going on here <laughs> and i've picked up for all the kids reading yeah well exactly well i've picked up uh Nebayaka a couple of times and i read a few pages in but like never because you know you don't have time to just like sit and binge while your kids right. are building trains you want to play with them right so i've never like fully gotten into the series but i had read volume one like at least a couple of pages a couple of times but that was like my full experience with Nebayaka. i'd never like mm. bought uh, volume one or i never really i've never never seen the anime i knew there was a movie but i never watched it because i don't do that um and this was my first time getting the series i loved it so much that i have picked up all the way through volume 10 in just a very incredibly short amount of time and it's been one of my favorite series that we've looked at this season of manguru so far yeah i, I get that i mean i <laughs> Something kept me coming back that first time, so I don't know why it hit different this time. Also, I just want to say, I took my kids to the library today, the public library, and you know they have the hold shelf on, mm-hmm. like, for other patrons who have... I noticed that the hold shelf was like 50% manga. <laughs> there was just like a, a Welcome run to of Japan. <laughs> but if you look on the shelves, like I've asked one of the librarians, like, where is the manga section? The <laughs> it's library? like a secret room she's like well it's supposed to be this shelf but there's currently nothing here and i'm like wow so you really have to like get in line to borrow the the library manga anyway. yeah they only have like 30 volumes of like I, very I specific go, things yeah i went yeah, to the yeah. library to do too. i go to the library all the time and the only manga that they have at the one near my house is like the uh, like the like not, how to descale a fish no instructional uh, manga no it's like actual like the 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 gekkan whatever or the shukan like the big magazine version. the magazines and, oh and you oh. can't you can't rent it you can't take it out you, you just have to read it there you just have to look at it from afar yeah do do libraries rent out <laughs> manga but you got to get on the holds list i think you yeah, got to get on list. the computer and, and put your name in <laughs> okay 
Libraries are great. Visit your local library. Is there like Completely a two-year two wait? <laughs> Probably. I mean, manga? people are reserving copies of Bleach. Like, come on. That's wow. been out for a while. Yeah. Wow. Do these people not know about Book Off? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just don't want to pay at all. Is it, I mean, 100 yen is different than zero yen. I get it. I understand. I had a hot take, though, that they didn't have manga at the library because, like, manga is, like, people, it's, like, I don't know, crack for readers. It's so yeah. easy and just like keep wanting more and more and more. And the library is like, light no, novels? we want you. Yeah, we, no, no, it's all light novels all the time. Really? And like, yeah. yeah. And we want you to read real books. We're not putting manga up here. If you want manga, you could go to Staya. Uh -huh. Yeah. This is for wow. only serious. This is for serious light novel readers. A lot of snoring, a lot of body odor in the library. Oh, don't great. let that stop mm -hmm. you. Maybe it depends on your branch. Maybe yeah. other libraries are different. But um, So that's your red flag for the library. But if you were a child at Gracefield <laughs> Orphanage, <laughs> what do you think would be the biggest red flag for you that uh, children that are getting books killed? Published. No, there's <laughs> books published after 2015 when I go to my library. Like there's still new ones coming out. Like, <laughs> oh, and the years match the current year that I live in. That would be a uh -huh. red flag for me. Um, I think if I were living at Grace Field, the thing that would scare me the most is that I had never been outside of Grace Field, and yet you have access to all these books where clearly everyone is having a different experience than you. I think that would stand out a little bit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Alex, like, like, where are these other? Where where are these other people? Like, where is this other society? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why is there one adult? Yeah, why yeah, is there one, one adult? And also, Literally I was going to ask, do you think that one adult can take care of, like, 37 children? No. <laughs> but I, There's but... one panel in volume one where it's like, Mama had nine baby beds in her room. I'm like, <laughs> man, have you tried to take care of one baby? Nine babies. Caillou <laughs> well, has never There's an 11-year-old who comes to help out sometimes. <laughs> but it's only the girls. Yeah, it's only the girls. That's impossible. That's bullshit. But spoiler alert is that these mamas have to go undergo training, like intense training. <laughs> so maybe yeah, that's they how they get school. ultra parenting skills but also Maybe. that mama I, I, that mama's got to pop out to her secret transponder room <laughs> message yeah. back to the mothership you know them kids gonna be tearing shit up then <laughs> yeah. it's just it's it's like if one of those babies started crying all eight of the others would start crying <laughs> yeah and you it yep. would just they resonate it's oh like it's like akira when echo chamber like, <laughs> that was actually the the single most terrifying panel in the first volume. <laughs> just the idea of nine babies in the same room and you have to take care of them by yourself now like, that is oh, that man. is a true only See, upon my first read, that didn't bother me. And my second read, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Maybe because yeah. my first read, I didn't know many people with babies. And then now Same. in my second read, I know a lot of people with babies. So now it it's seems terrifying. more terrifying to me. It is. It's a terrifying <laughs> life change. Well, can I ask you guys this? Jason, what do you think about like the, the Kyoiku Hoshi? Like doing the test in the morning and then like <laughs> the going and playing in the afternoon? Tests. I don't know. I mean... It's again, it's like it's all told in like a page and a half. It would have been so much cooler if this story had time to breathe, if there was like a chapter yeah, the devoted thing is that to this author, he had a vision. Like when he was like, I want to do this series, he's like, It's gonna be within twenty volumes. <laughs> so he gave himself like a deadline. Which I, I respect, I respect, yeah, I respect I think that. that's cool. And also can yeah. I raise my hand? Um I think you you, you have done. I think Gracefield House, I think that is it's just setting the stage. It's mm -hmm. it's so it's just a small part of the story. The real story is so much bigger than that. And that's why yeah. it feels like a lot, but it's because this world has so much in it. So if you're overwhelmed by Grace Field, just stop. Collaborate and listen. Well, I still think that's bad storytelling. I still think it's like you're you're trying to do too much, bro. Like Okay. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, I, that's fair. He's doing a like, lot. And it doesn't he's, stop. He's he's, no, yeah, it's just stop. It's, <laughs> it's so it so much feels like a rough draft. Like, here's all my cool ideas. I got all these cool ideas. He's got a lot of cool ideas. all down your throat at the same time. And it, it just, I, I don't think I had that impression the first time I read it, but that's what I came away with this time. So the the test taking stuff, the, the, the code numbers on their neck, the 
transponders planted in their ears. It's all cool ideas. Mm. And I get why people read this, myself included, and think like, this is cool. I want to see where this is going. I thought like one of the things was like, why do the kids not think that the numbers on their neck is a little weird? If I like in all the books, (laughs) like there's probably nothing about their like neck identifier numbers. Okay. I thought about this. I thought about this. And, and I thought maybe if everyone around you in this orphanage all had a number, like it wouldn't be weird. Just like you have a shine bongo or whatever but like but then when the in the books they read there's probably no like allusion to any other people's numbers so unless they're like, reading books about prison unless unless mama like drew in like on all the storybooks she like drew in little neck tattoos on all the characters in the storybooks can, can, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past you that's part of her yeah. training hey, hey can mama i training. can i be honest though like on the second read the thing that that hit me the hardest is that you know mama is not the bad guy no, no, she's not. The Never bad said guy. she. She really <laughs> yeah, is don't, not. Don't she's, attack, Mama. She's trying her best. Here sympathizing with her having to take care of nine babies at yeah, the same time. I think what if volume? Anything, she's the protagonist. She's the protagonist. <laughs> I think if anything, I think what what volume one does masterfully. It sets up Mama as like this really evil person when really she's not. She's a victim mm-hmm. of terrible circumstances, and she actually does love her children, even though she's in this fucked up world where she has to raise yeah, them. Yeah, but get slaughtered. you're doing that thing again. We're we're supposed to be talking about volume one. You can't just bring in stuff that happens later. <laughs> yeah, see, okay. Well, she's painted as a really good episode. volume for volume one. <laughs> is that like I think this episode is like one of the first where. Actually, all three of us have, like, read a substantial portion, well, at least, like, more than five volumes. But I super don't remember it, so I might as well not <laughs> We're just have. making I, stuff up. Yeah. I really, I can't believe how much of a blank my memory is for this. Like, what the hell happened? Uh, That's kind of alarming. But Jason, which which orphan did you find yourself in? <laughs> oh, I guess Emma. Because she's, she's just Shintai like, no we, gotta, we gotta do this thing. She's, she's so fast. Idealist. Like, have you thought about it at all? And she's like, no, but I think we should do it. So I was like, that seems like uh, me. Mm. But also the the Connie with her little uh, little rabbit. With the bunny. She's like, yeah. She's like, I'm not as great as some of y'all around here, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, Connie. Yeah, she's cute. So, but she's the she's, first one to die. <laughs> well, that we know of. That we know she's of. She's the sure first is. to, no, she is the first to also, die in the story. Did she die with a flower Okay, so, yeah. No, we have to talk about that. So that's, Again, that's Gibna. The, no, yeah. that's Gibna. <laughs> they talk, talk about what happened in volume one. Okay, well, they talk about Gibna. Gibna is the yes, ceremony do. that the Oni do. I don't even know what we should call them Oni, but the monsters or whatever. Monsters, demons. Do after they world. kill something. Yeah, after they alive. kill something. That's what they do. It's a blood flower, Jason. It drains the blood from the bodies. It makes the body. It makes the meat them, more, more delicious. delicious. <laughs> when yeah. you leave that blood in the meat, then it's it going to congeal. Taste as yeah, it's going to exactly. congeal. It's like real meat. Um, yeah, it's just like real meat. <laughs> just like real By meat. By the way, how. I just want to keep talking about how cool the last two or three pages are. <laughs> yeah. It is really cool, yeah, so like, and it's foreshadowing. We'll no, no, no. The table, we'll the table it. comes up. That scene comes up again in volume ten, so and if you compare the two, you see that volume one actually is drawn a little bit better. <laughs> so, Jason, oh, so what happened? Jason, yeah. your 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 comment at the beginning of this episode kind of struck home in my heart with like the with the inconsistencies in Polska's drawings. Like he's definitely not doing the J.R.R. Tolkien thing where he's keeping notes of exactly what's going on because it changes a lot. Like the ornamentation changes a little bit from volume really? to volume. Yeah. See? It, we don't want to give Polska too much credit. That's that's fair. Also, there's so many panels that are just blank white backgrounds, like zero backgrounds. Yeah, there's a lot of Well, panels. they didn't have a hike panel tanto. heavy. Yeah. There's even panels where it's just a white background with one dialogue bubble and nothing else. I feel like I'm these like, two, they just had a lot of ideas and they, they, they like, found a good partnership. Yeah, they're like, yes, we got to yes. get this done. And also they, they worked uh, all through COVID um, and apparently that was an issue or something. But Really? Well, this was 2016. Well, because they made all these spinoffs though. I didn't know about all of them. They were like... Maybe they made like yeah, a, 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 a follow-up yeah. short story that's like after the ending, which I didn't know about. And then they made like another story about like Crone oh, no. or whatever. And then they made another story about like someone else's backstory and like Mama's backstory. <laughs> they like they were very busy. I would read about that's Mama's funny. backstory. Mama, Mama is a good character, standout character. Yeah, she is. 
Okay, so which character am I? I'm one hundred percent Norman because uh, I've always been I've always been very good at tests. So I was always the guy making the three hundred on my tests, and uh, also <laughs> I'm I'm the I'm the guy who may have been able to understand it in his mind, but then when I try and do some sort of physical activity, it doesn't go exactly planned. <laughs> <laughs> but are you good at hide and seek? Or, or uh, what was it, that tag? Onioko? Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was. Are you better at hide or seek? I'm a, it's I, very rare to find someone who can excel at both hiding and seeking. Yeah, no, I think I was a better hider. Yeah. Yes. Hiding was always more fun, I felt. I mean, hiding was I had to seek. Creative. I was like, man. Hiding is great. I didn't like trying to find other people. I always found that annoying. Yeah, no one ever wanted to be it. Well, right? yeah, because you have to work the hardest. Does everyone feel that way? Is that normal? I, I think, feel that, like I think that is correct. Yeah, everyone feels that way except for my second son. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be the Oni. <laughs> he's he going to be great. Everybody. He wants to be the Oni. I'll be like, okay. for him. And he's he does this CEO little thing. Someday. He's going to be the CEO. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, wait, I was going to keep going on this uh, line of you're in, you're in the orphanage. Uh, what would you do? Would you stay on the farm if you knew you would die? Would Hell you try to no. get out of there? <laughs> would you try Hell to save no. your other what children? What kid in their rational mind would want to stay in a place that they knew was a slaughterhouse? Alex, would you stay? I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, they get they get a hot meal. They get clean clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you might be next. And you and like they say at the very beginning, like it is an ironclad rule that by the time you turn twelve, you're yeah, out yeah. the door. You you're go. out the door, yeah. or the clock you're, is ticking, or, or you're sent to the breeding grounds to become a mom. I guess. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> yeah. They don't know that. It's not officially called the breeding ground. <laughs> no, it's like it's like finishing school. Finishing oh, school, yeah, but I mean, it's not a great, it's not a great thing. I don't love the sound of that. Yeah, because like I uh, think um, it depends how old you are, right? If you're if if I was like eleven, mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, let me let, let me make a break for it. I don't have much time left. But if I was only like seven or something, I'd be like, let me hang around here, put on some muscle, put on you some know. muscle. Well, you would start you plotting your escape, books. right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I like, think the most like the then you're then you're a red. You could do a Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. If you're six years old, you could start digging with your you little start spoon, digging and then <laughs> a little bit every day, and then by the time you're eleven, to get and under and a half, that you wall. Gotta, <laughs> yeah, you got your your little poster <laughs> of whoever Marilyn Monroe, whoever uh-huh. it is. No, what 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 is? Rita Hayworth. Uh-huh. Rita Hayworth. Yeah. Just yeah. make sure that you, uh, you know, keep getting three hundreds on your test. Yeah, that's the thing is that if you if you if you slip up, if you start getting bad grades, then mm. you're out of there. Yeah, you can't Shawshank and slip up. Those are those are <laughs> yeah. not synonymous terms. And you have to be What's good at your taxes. <laughs> uh, can I? Can I uh, challenge my fellow Roos to turn to page fifty-one now in the text? Let us all turn together. Yeah. Okay. And as read it to yourself as I read it aloud. Uh, look at the scores of the children. The top. Are you with me there on page fifty-one? Hey, sorry, I'm like yeah, trying to find 11. page numbers because <laughs> there's, there's not many. There's no page number <laughs> no written page on number. it. Uh, it. Sorry, what is on fifty-one? <laughs> it's this one here. Oh, okay. Wait, there's two the two eyes McGuys has uh, okay. the list of the of the scores of the children. Uh written in pen. By the way, ink. there's something so surreal about seeing this badass hell demon thing just reading a clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they have bureaucracy. I have bureaucracy. Yeah. They do. It's a whole society. Uh so they check just... out the scores. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's Norman. Mailer at the top. Mm-hmm. That's Ray number two. I hope you've memorized their numbers by now. Yeah. And then that's Emma Sarandon uh, number three. <laughs> yes. What the hell happened on average <laughs> two on that day? And wh- how did she survive being uh, not shipped <laughs> off into a truck? She really well, dropped the ball. I guess it's like if you keep it above a certain amount, because you can see that uh, like Don and Gilda are not doing yeah but that hot. are younger Don yeah they're, they're younger, younger by they're one year though. they're younger by one year so yeah, I mean, yeah don and guild are nowhere in the same same ballpark they're not in the same ballpark as the tokujo yeah also like what's the cutoff what would be like a, an embarrassingly bad score i think know, like, like anything less five. than two no i, I, I don't think know anything I've... less than 200 is, yeah is not probably okay. What are you basing that well, on? I don't well, know. because it's three hundred. <laughs> no, yeah, three hundred is Montan. But I mean, yeah, I've seen I've seen so children okay. get a five on a Montan hundred 
test. Yeah, so. that's what I mean. Like five out of one hundred is bad. Five out of three hundred. That's even like, worse. Yeah, you just wrote like, your name at the top of the page. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's all you did. That's what happened yeah. to Coney. That's what happened to Coney. Yeah, the Coney clearly not cut out for GF. Like maybe yeah. it's so sweet. So She's sweet. sweet. But also, sweet. are these tests tailored to their age? I hope they are. Oh uh, no, yeah, they are. Like they they are. are. Okay, okay. So by the time you're 11, if you're not acing these tests, like, come on, they what's know. your excuse? Well, you're You've probably out you're probably already out. <laughs> yeah, you're probably out the door if you're not acing this. That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. So you yeah, have to do see. a good job on your tests uh, while you're chip chip chipping away in the dead of night. Mm. Yeah, they got a pretty full schedule over there. They got to play. Yeah, they got to do a test well i don't know eat meals like well you wake and up with babies you do the breakfast girl. you do a test in the morning then you play what all are the afternoon? boys doing when the girls are taking care of babies are they just reading books maybe they're, well, cleaning. they're hanging out in the drawing room <laughs> i they're think just they like talking, clean dishes and stuff, stuff. <laughs> they're having a salon they're having a salon. <laughs> discussing the <laughs> yeah. events of the day i read in the latest book <laughs> what do you mean latest it was published more than 30 years ago as we all know yeah. why aren't they back in 2015 <laughs> i love how there's there's one page where they're just like this technology would have been un- impossible in the year 2015 like they make so many leaps of logic <laughs> like a like, tracking device what was, what yeah, was just like, wait a minute Based on, I guess, what I've read in this library, yeah. this technology doesn't seem consistent with current standards, which we shouldn't know about because <laughs> we don't have any technology in our house. Well, they have batteries. Yeah, they have. They have a. Lot, they have batteries. Uh, and the Dragon Ball the, tracker. And Ray's been doing a couple of deals on the side, so he yeah, knows yeah. more than these. I other mean, that's that's that not volume there. one, but yeah, that's not volume one. But Ray, Ray, he's got some. Now, Ray, so you can tell he's hustling. Yeah, Ray is hustling. Um, oh yeah, he's speaking of these very smart eleven-year-olds, uh, mm. these when they're doing their exposition explaining of everything um they say that uh the human brain gets like 90 percent developed by the age of nine no <laughs> then, it's a 90 something by the age of six and then okay. wouldn't it be 100 percent by the age of 12 I, well it's that according to some according to some according to some theories. do you believe yeah, this the way the way that that is delivered <laughs> it's just they're like wait a minute it's not body weight that the monsters we just saw one time in our life want to eat. It's judged by the size of our brains. It must be. Well, I mean, it like, is. That's, it. It is str- that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is strange that they're made to do these weird tests all the time. It is. It is strange. It is but strange. Their brains are soft and juicy. Not, that is not how brains work. Your brain <laughs> yeah. doesn't get bigger when you learn more facts. Your brain no, is gets a juicier. I think it's like getting juicier, juicier with the knowledge. You get more wrinkles. Come on, dude. Uh, wrinkles are you just got like Arnold up there. <laughs> but do you think, do you know 12 year olds and do you think that they're fully developed brain? brain no, I've never met a fully developed 12 year old. No, no, I, I think. If you're a fully developed 12 year old listening to this, please write us an email. Yeah, yeah but don't I write think... us like in cursive. In cursive. I want to see it. Well, I think, please send us a postcard. Yeah. I think Caillou probably got a lot of shit about that because later on in Volume 7 when they start hanging out with people from other houses, they're mm. like, oh, and some houses go up to age 15. <laughs> well, it turns out your brain isn't finished developing <laughs> yeah. when you're 12. That was just one God's theory on the internet. <laughs> they needed some backup What's plants <laughs> to backup test plants. that. <laughs> Anyway. That's what that new experimental place was where they sent. Noir. Yeah, that the lambda place. <laughs> the lambda place. <laughs> that place is scary. That like, place is freaky. Uh, although it did make me think more about the meat analogy, um, because like you know how we like genetically modify like chickens to have like GMOs, double yeah. double breasts, yeah, totally, 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 and stuff Do like that. It really, it was very like Lambda-esque. But then when I looked up about what Shirai was saying, uh, because apparently PETA was like, hey, this guy's on our side. And he's like, no, not particularly. He's like holding it over here while yeah. addressing them. You guys want some of this delicious, juicy steak? Man, but, uh, manga god, they don't have time to have causes. What, what are yeah, your, yeah, what are your thoughts about this and, like, being a meat eater when there are, like, pigs that have, like, feelings? Yeah, I don't... I, and maybe I do dreams. Jason, Jason, you go first. Yeah, I've got some I thoughts. do not eat most meats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to eat as few meats as possible. I do not eat pork. I will not eat pork. Uh... And if you want to know why, I can get into it, but it's kind of gross. So yeah, okay. 
But yeah, so I didn't feel any kind of way about it. Yeah. I did not think about meat at all when I was reading this book, even though monsters are eating children. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you really get into the farm analogy in volume one. I think you have to get yeah. a little bit deeper and like find out about some of the other plants and the other ways that they make uh, human meat before you can really yeah. start to see the parallels. And then there's the whole thing about hunting too. Yep. About like or hunting hunt being kids. more virtuous. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you run in these people who are like religious and they're like, no, yeah. we won't eat. We won't eat human. We meat don't eat farm hunt, well, unless we've hunted and killed them and done the proper ceremony. Are those also? Are those also onis? Or are those yeah, onis? they're onis. They're onis. They're all onis. Onis just a word, man. Yeah. Onis <laughs> yeah, is just a concept. <laughs> yeah. Just, bro, I mean, all there's onis. all different onis. There's all different shapes, mm-hmm. sizes, like intelligence mm-hmm. levels. Intelligence levels. <laughs> yeah. D D and I. It's all about incorporating. Onis. <laughs> you know. You know the phrase. You, you are what you eat. Well, yeah. should I? Should I took that That's to heart? I... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Oh yeah, but uh, actually, something else interesting that I found out when looking around uh, for information about this is Spill that the tea. Uh, his one of his major inspirations was Hansel and Gretel. Oh, with the that. ovens and the witches. Yeah, <laughs> so the witches were the original oni. Is that why they were leaving those little gingerbread man cookies all the way back to the house? I don't think they would do that. <laughs> Does that actually happen? No, no. it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Man, you're leaving a lot of red herrings here. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's been so many spoilers. I feel like we have to leave some traps along the way. Yeah. It's very considerate of you. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, though, did you have a favorite panel? The last I mean, the last, panel. I mean, besides yeah, the last. Yeah, Jesus, tell us about <laughs> yeah. the last panel. Tell us about it. Can you just, like, describe it in words? For yeah, use your listener? words. Use your mouth words. Imagine the best heavy metal album cover that <laughs> is jog, too jog, fucking jog. to even be an album cover. It should be, like, an eight-foot poster on your wall. Oh. But you've got... We got, they just look like demons from hell sitting around a table that looks like it's covered in flesh, but then the underside looks like it's made out of like gears and pipes. It's and so fucking metal. It's so badass. I love it. Dude, and, and look, and, look at his, look at his throne behind him. And the yeah. horns and like the intricacy of all their crazy like tentacles and, and like throat pipes and their <laughs> yeah. eyes are vertically aligned. It fucking owns. It's so good. Yeah. They have like mask faces. Yeah. yeah. The masks are so ornate and we even know that like, you recognize some of these people, but also like this exact. From your nightmares. From your nightmares. <laughs> yeah, from your nightmares. <laughs> the thing also, that. Also, oh, yo, go, the go other, th- I forgot to mention this. Say it. I don't know what it is, but they're like, Sore wa nani ka. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's printed in this indecipherable, like, <laughs> the, fake demon yes. language. It's so bad. And they it's bring it up, like, twice. Yeah. I wanted to talk about some other typographical choices uh, in this volume. Uh-huh. Okay, continue. So one thing I don't think we've ever talked about on this show, but one of the things I love about reading manga in Japanese is... I don't know if there's a name for this technique, but, you know, there's there's furigana to mm-hmm. help you read the kanji. Right. But you know the thing where they get really stylistic with the furigana and it's Oh, like, and like give it other not, names. Oh, uh, yeah. like, like when it says shokuyoji and yeah, then it yeah. says like, yeah. watashitachi or like or it says So the, the kanji says shohin no hinjitsu, which is like the quality of the product. Yeah. But then the reading of the furigana is watashitachi no inochi, yeah, which yeah. is like our lives. Our lives are the yeah. It's such a fucking cool thing. Although sometimes cool. people take it over, English. take it way over the line. And oh, it just sure. annoys and you could argue the hell this, out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, this this might be over the line, but I think it's it's actually done in a really cool way. Yeah, I didn't I mind. Really I didn't mind that. the amount in this volume, but if people it's, overdo it, I start to get yeah. really annoyed. <laughs> Can you think of an example of one that's overdone it? Um, because I read a lot on like manga apps, and they're very uh, minor. And, like, okay. I think that the author thinks it's cool, but, like, nobody else thinks it's cool. And then the ones well, on the apps case, think, like, they have comment sections, so. And people are, fl- <laughs> it, like, Yeah, and people are, like, like, stop it. Yeah, trigger stop it trigger warning. Stylized. And then also not uh, typographical, but the uh, if we remove the cover and look at the undercover mm-hmm. of this first volume, very cool. Oh, Because the background no. remains the same. 
but instead of all the kids, I guess it's Mama when she was. Yeah, a kid. like Mama oh, is I like a, a big. One. Like I think that Shirai wrote Mama's story maybe first. It's very good. Because like later, I think one of the first spinoffs was about Mama. I remember Mama. Holy shit! And maybe Mama said, "Knock you out." Yeah. Oh, she throw I mean, Mama later the on in the series, there is a flashback to Mama's childhood. I feel. Yeah, you like get well, yeah, you get a little yeah. bit of Mama's story, and you get it uh, about her in the finishing school, whatnot, yeah. and working for Grandma. Mm-hmm. I mean, that panel is so far and away the coolest thing going Dude, on. Dude, I didn't even know about that. You've just opened <laughs> up a brand new world for me. And they're standing on the and same staircase. Land. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is why I always take the front cover off, except when it's Nozaki-kun, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Every other time. Well, like, one of my favorite yeah, panels, I'm- though, is, is a mama panel, too, when she's looking at Emma after they found out the secret of what happens at the gate. Oh, and, and those like, eyes? And the eyes. Oh, yeah. And, like, the eyes are just, like, frightening. That is pretty good. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Okay, so my favorite panel is page 42. Here, right, Alex? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah that's that one, one. That one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that one a lot. Fucking creepy. So my favorite panel is 42. Uh, when they are going to deliver the the bunny doll, Coney, little, Bar- little Coney, little Bonnie, little Bonnie, the Coney, and then they're like, "Well, hey, there's no one here, but there's this truck. Maybe we'll just put this bunny on the truck because you know there's still time." And they're like, "Oh, let me just open the holy fuck, she's dead <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. truck. There's yes. blood everywhere." And until that point, it's like kind of normalish the story or whatnot. That's when the story definitely takes a hard turn. It takes a hard turn. That's like like a shock moment. Oh, that's this kind of story. Yeah, Yeah. but I guess reading it back, reading it now after like understanding what the the blood flower is about and whatnot, and it just, it's a little bit deeper. And it's, it, to me, it showed that they already had the full story in mind Mm -hmm. uh, before they ever started writing this. For sure, for sure. Actually, the page before that had a panel that I liked as well, which is, uh, when when Emma and Norman go into the entrance, yeah, the area gate, the, the gate the, is the like gate. insane. It's like a steampunk the, the gate. Of the gate. <laughs> yeah, it suddenly just pipes and gears everywhere for no apparent reason, leading <laughs> like deeper every... into the labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, it looks real good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so yeah, and also, some of these panels are real cool. If you haven't if you haven't read this before or seen it, and you can't really visualize what we're talking about, um, it looks like Fort Macon. In North Carolina, like it looks like an 18th century oh, yeah, fort. You're right. Like everyone the, knows that, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, that fort. We is, is that the steampunk fort? <laughs> it is the steampunk fort. The famous uh, did, steampunk was invented in North Carolina. Right? It sure was. Wow. Before the Union, wasn't wasn't uh, North Carolina like self-sustaining with steampunk technology? Well, they did. Yes, that, okay. that was their largest first in flight. It was their mm. main export. <laughs> it's a shame that they didn't get to explore that you know what i mean well you know the oni wouldn't let them the overlords mm-hmm. george washington george washington. washington the oni <laughs> always eating children i do like how in the first volume like you don't really like you you think 100 percent that it's like all one world mm-hmm. I, yeah yeah i thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah you would think it <laughs> You definitely do think that. In fact, you think it's one house with one yard. You think it's one house, yeah. The whole world is one house. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, there's more to it than that, but it's that's all you see. Mm. And it keeps yeah. your attention for all those pages. Yeah. It moves quick. I will give it that. It, it's very brisk. Yep. Makes you, you want to go to the next one. It's a, it's do, a page yeah, turner. Very, like, I feel like it's, it's a page turny yeah, yeah, yeah. manga. So that's probably why, even if you weren't, like, sold completely on it, you ended up on volume whatever you ended up on. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I just kept thinking about those Onis and hearing the, the sludgy guitar solos whenever they showed up. Yeah, I think the Oni, like, their story, where they're about, I think is probably been the coolest thing so far. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd really, I mean, I'm looking forward to reading towards the end of the series. This is definitely- There's a lot more all... Oni stuff towards the end, so. Oh, Shoot. I'm looking forward well, to that. I don't know. This, this, this volume went by so fast, I might- I might dip in. I, I do want to find out what happens with these Onis. Um, hey, hey, but Alex, can yeah. I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. 
so here you you've you've asked us would we try to become a mother candidate if we yeah, could? Yeah, you try to become a mother candidate. And, well, and that's a good question. Mm-hmm. And and Jason, I did want to get your take on this as someone who has lived many lives. I've never been a mother candidate, but I've often <laughs> dreamed of being a mother candidate. Uh, I don't think there's any compelling evidence in this first volume that would suggest it's something that would be fun to do. It seems like <laughs> well, a horrible slog. What, what is interesting no is that Sister Crone, she seems to want to move up in the yeah, ranks. But she's also obviously a complete psychopath. She's a psychopath. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She is. She's she is. a psychopath. So, that right there is indication that like whatever this person wants is probably what I do not want. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. Being a mama seems like a terrible, thankless job. Eh, I, unless, are you serious? Unless you consider the you get to see the kids grow. Dude, 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 those kids love food. mama. Like <laughs> yeah. seriously, there's some serious love going on here, and like in this shithole that is this oni world for for humans, not for, mm. not for the oni. Yeah, I feel like oni the mama in the house, like they have a little bit of that human society, the mm-hmm. human society, and they got that real love, like genuine emotions. I can see the appeal. But I think you're settling for second best if you don't try and break out of this hell that they live in. Mm. I mean, it's kind of a dichotomy, right? Like from what we've seen of this world so far, Mm -hmm. there are two options for adults. It's either be a mama or don't exist. Yep. Based on what we've seen here. Yeah, in volume one, that's all you got. Given that choice, I guess. You try to be a mama? If I had the choice of being like, for example, uh, a roadie for a group of these Oni dudes mm-hmm. traveling around, putting on <laughs> shows. Like fixing a that, truck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like hot wiring their uh, vehicle when it breaks down, mm-hmm. you know, putting their speakers where they want. With your dexterous fingers. I'd be like, hell yeah, bye mama. Like, <laughs> I don't need the love of children that bad. The I'd thing is, I don't think that, I think Onis. the Onis would only accept uh, stupid adults. <laughs> Sign <roadies>. me up. <laughs> I'll play stupid if I have to. Do one of the things. How stupid do I have to be? Well, one of the things that really hit me, I mean, throughout the series, and I think you feel it a little bit in volume one, but maybe not so much, is that the Oni are actually afraid of the humans. Like, you, they, you, you can go toe to toe, but it's just what you're shown in volume one is that the humans in this side of the world have been so far subjugated. They're like cattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. I was going to say that. It'd be like being afraid of a cow. Can you imagine being afraid of a cow? But it, what if the cows of... were plotting against us? <laughs> well, maybe they are. Maybe we should they be are. afraid of cows and, and we're just... Maybe that's... The, their, their strategy is the methane gas. I mean, their strategy is the methane <laughs> gas for global warming and then also the mad cow disease. The mad cow yeah. disease? That's... They, they totally planned that shit. They were behind it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Cows didn't get enough of the blame for that. <laughs> Some of the stuff you're saying about later volumes of the series does make me mildly intrigued. <laughs> and I do want to go back to past me and say, like, why did you stop reading this? I would be interested in knowing it? the answer to that question. Like, was I there something that turned you off? Yeah, I just got to a point where I was like, I don't fucking care about anything that's happening. <laughs> what a shelter! <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> I just... I'm, I like. Look. I actually like the shelter arc fine. But, yeah, the yeah. shelter was cool. Uh, I might have been having a bad month Mm -hmm. who knows i don't really care about any of these characters and nothing funny happens (laughs) no there's zero humor and jason i was thinking about you when i was reading this and i was like jason's not gonna like this there's no jokes um need a joke or two i mean yeah it's it's not very funny but a a pan fell on uh ray's head at one point and i was like what and that kind of did oh yeah 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 the pan yeah because it's really unexpected um yeah, it's like when they're talking difficult. to each other about like how things are and like the revelations, right? Uh, yeah. And then Emma's like, "No, we got to bring everyone." <laughs> she she goes yada, and then yeah. he's just like donk, <laughs> and it's such like a classic old timey like nineteen eighties anime type of thing. Well, I, I feel like May like is like a character that's he's the one who is getting like blindsided by Emma all the time. So, yeah, he, he's not equipped to deal with Yeah, he's not like equipped Emma, to deal with even this. Even though they've literally known each other all their lives. Yeah, but also he's got a secret... People. He's got a secret double life, though, and he's been plotting his own side hustle, and then, like, Emma is... And he he's always wanted... his. It was his plan to always bring Emma and Norman into yeah. this at a certain time, which is why he sent them to go look and, like, 
take the bunny take it, yeah, to yeah. Coney. So that was all Norman, or that was all Ray's doings. But he did not anticipate Emma's reaction. Like, yeah. Emma is such an idealist, and like we gotta save them all. Like the stuff that she's saying is it's like literally it's fucking shit up. It's it's messing with his plan. This this first volume would have been such a cool uh, like Super Nintendo era game. You know that mm-hmm. apparently there was a mobile game. What? Yeah. There was a mobile game for everything. Was it yeah, good? It was a mobile game. Is it just like get cards and play a gotcha? Machine? <laughs> oh, you got Emma. <laughs> oh, you got little bunny. Oh, I'm praying break your leg. Oh, yeah, back to the hospital. Yeah, break you. your leg. <laughs> no, that's a terrible part. <laughs> She fixes it real quick, though. I mean, that's that's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of child abuse in this, but yeah, that was. Well, I mean, yeah, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, was... it's it's a novel about eating children. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah. The, a modest the... proposal. I thought this I, was sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't play the mobile Swift. game, and I don't know if the mobile game is still up. But there was a mobile game, and there's also two seasons of the anime out. So you got. Oh, I remember that people love the anime. Yeah. Or people love the first season, and then they're like, the second well, season because, wasn't good. Well, the second season is when they're out of the house, so I guess it gets harder. That storytelling maybe got harder for the anime. I don't know. I didn't watch. The house one, is easy because so. they can just keep reusing the same backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Alex, I think you know what I'm talking about when I say that th- there was some point in the series where a lot of people said it stopped getting good is there like a different i mean there's like a little bit of a lull i think like there was like a kind of a lull where it wasn't as interesting but see i couldn't revisit the ending because i mysteriously lent it out and never got it back so i couldn't like flip through it (laughs) well you sent it to other children who needed to know (laughs) uh, with, with your morse code stamps uh yeah you also you mentioned that and i kept I mean, I tore through to volume 10 and I was looking for that lull, but I haven't found it yet. I think it's after that. Well, I mean... Because it, it's before, also, the, it's before like, the end. Like, and then the end is kind of, like, a lot of stuff happens. Uh, and then okay. maybe it ends in a way that people thought, like, mm, like not as amazing as we wanted type no, thing. No, but, but I, I get yeah. it. Because, I mean, I, I feel those lulls in other series. I was really into Kingdom for like a really mm. long time. But Kingdom probably has like 70 volumes now. Wow. But like I tore through like the first 55 volumes. It was so good. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. But then like the pace slowed to a crawl where before it was like respectable. Oh, we'll do a battle and that's cool. And there's some fight scenes. And then it's a year later and we're doing more battles. But then like for 10 volumes we were just doing this one battle and i just didn't care enough and i had I had read everything that was published to that point so like to actually physically go out and buy the next volume was it was a labor of hercules and i just kind of fell off mm. <laughs> you relate to that but there is a cool part that i wanted to like screenshot this panel of all the mamas taking up arms and fighting what? Wait, like guns? Yes. Wait, what? There's like there's like all these mamas with like oh, machine guns. Oh, the mamas guns. rise up later <laughs> yeah, on the in the series? Okay, so I I knew that the mamas were good at heart. The mamas they know more than anyone how fucked up their station. In they life also can is. use a lot of weapons. Yeah, they can because they've been trained <laughs> yeah, by the trained. best by grandma. So I would not be surprised if grandma had some sort of They're secret like militant plan. mamas, and they it's just are like totally. Funny. It's a mama jihad, and it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They're rising up against their oni masters and it's gonna be good i see that coming 100 dude he sets the stage i can't wait Did, for it do you ever see grandma because there's one yeah, panel in this volume. Later, i think yeah all right cool 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 all right good because she's she's only hinted at one time yeah. in this first volume yeah, yeah. Like, we she comes here. back the hell is grandma <laughs> it's pretty cool that there's a series where grandma is like the this the like the, the, the boss character you know like the one ultimate of the, one of the bosses one of the bosses she's like well, <laughs> managing things alex can i ask you this as someone who's i mean maybe this is beyond volume one but they mentioned him the the guy whose name is just like garbly gook yeah you don't see him all the way up to volume 10 but they keep talking about him who is he tell That's us good. more <laughs> isn't isn't well like now i'm just relying on my memory but isn't it the, okay it's the person who does the aksoku who does the promises mm-hmm. Did did they actually come into the story? Yeah. It's a okay. character that's like it's like the original Oni, I think. The OG. Whoa, it's like the OG. Okay. It's like the OG. It's like the Oni god. 
Like, Holy shit. I gotta like see if I can find it. He's gonna... this furiously right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. So apparently in the English uh, localization, he's either called the one or he's just called him, like capital H. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't do like the crazy gobbledygook thing? I don't know. They could have done that though in the English. They right? could have done that. That would have been easy, man. Yeah. Shit. This is like some bloodborne shit. This is amazing. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, this. I've just found a very good panel of art, mm. but it links to fucking fandom, which is the worst website. In Don't the world. do it. Don't go on it. Don't go on it. If the you show. work for fandom, email us so that I can dox you oh, no. by reverse engineering <laughs> your email address. That's not cool, no, though. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't dox anybody, but like, fandom sucks. Stop. Stop sucking fandom. And on, on that so note, we've <laughs> gone far beyond volume one yeah, we've got in this free raging discussion of the Hang joys that I'm, is. So, uh, are you, are you, you going to show us the screen share power? Okay. I'm going to abuse the heck out of it. Okay, we got to look, look at, at. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah that's it. That's the one. Oh, dude, Mark, that's a spoiler for you. Sorry. Oh, well, yeah. no, I haven't read that far. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know Emma doesn't die. Thanks for that. <laughs> Um, something oh, happens some to Emma, this though. art is crazy. Oh. They're just eating brains, man. Yeah, I mean, they, they, just got... they are eating brains. But... but it's just like they're they're holding goblets like wine glasses. They do and that. Each one has yeah. a brain in they're it. Like doing it's that. good to them. <laughs> yeah, Jason, it's, it's, it's like finest. a snack. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's better than a snack. It's like caviar. Say, <laughs> it's a gourmet meal. The dragon thing looks way less cool in the anime. The manga version is way more like... Yeah, I think probably the manga was. I mean, I don't. I didn't really watch the anime in season two, so I can't really say either way. But anyway, uh, wait. So, final verdict: Should people read <laughs> the Fuck promise? Yes. Neverland? No. This is probably one of the best series that we've picked up or touched on uh, this season. I think so many people could get into this. I mean, as long as you don't mind reading a lot of text, then it's for you. Uh, if you like jokes. You're probably not going to like this because it's not a funny story. It's serious. It's sad. It's depressing, but it's also full of hope. If you like twists and turns, if you like mysteries, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, then this one may be for you. Give it a try. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say people shouldn't read it. It was like the most popular manga for a while. And there's some amazingly cool Oni art. With, the more I Google it, the more I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, I need to read this. I just think it's uh, it's the kind of manga where you definitely got to turn your brain off and just have a good... Well, you got to have a bit, a bit of your brain on to read all the text. Or you're not going to get <laughs> yeah. a full score. Very, a very, very little bit. <laughs> or else you, know you know might I mean? get it's... adopted very soon. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Sato Oya. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's cool. If you haven't read it, you should try it because you will probably like it. I even liked it at one point. I just didn't like it very much this time. But I still thought there was enough cool stuff going on that I'm now debating reading the rest <laughs> of it just so I can see all this amazing art. So there you go. Yeah, I, I definitely think that it's like very page turner-y. And then also it's easy for maybe people who aren't really manga people to get into too. Because it's kind of got oh, like a neutral you know, background. And then also I think the amount of text is like not like, it's a lot for manga, but if you thought about like other comic formats, I don't think it's a lot. In other book formats, if literary book formats. formats. <laughs> Encyclopedias. I, don't know, I think it does words. have like global appeal, which is why, cause this manga actually was picked up. Oh, it was a huge, yeah, totes. this is yeah, like, yeah. this was made to be outside of Japan, man. This has universal appeal. There's no Japanese high school setting. Thank goodness. So <laughs> yeah tired of Japanese high school dynamics please leave them out uh it's a western setting from the beginning so I feel like whatever uh, Caillou had in mind when he was going for this hit I think he always had the global market in mind yeah it that's a good point it definitely doesn't if you I wonder if you scraped the names off of it and just showed me the English version from the beginning I don't even know if I would identify it as like, oh, that's Japanese manga. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing about it. That's like Japanese tropes. Yeah, it doesn't even look necessarily like a Japanese right. style of art. Mm -hmm. it, it looks more like it was, you know, sometimes you see Western comics that are like clearly influenced by manga. Yeah. Yeah. It looks more like that. Yeah, that's what I, in I a, think. In a, in yeah. a good way. So like, I, I think it's like pretty easily 
approachable for a Western audience. So, for sure. dear listener, and, uh, if you are afraid of manga, <laughs> so, so wait, wait, this, this you, manga is available in English. And you've listened to an hour of this <laughs> podcast. I want to know who you are. <laughs> Uh, just, just sorry for not knowing. This manga is available in English. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. No, who would release it? Viz. Viz, and it's out in all twenty volumes in English. It's been yeah. out, man. It's been out for like five years. Then do yourself a favor and pick it up. Yeah, they're selling the box set too. I saw. Oh, so. nice! You can also get the box, box set from yeah. Book Off. Just go and get it. Yeah, there's no the box; the it's show. just in plastic. <laughs> it's just in plastic. Yeah, yeah. Makes for easier carrying. Yeah. Um, well, some of these demons sure do look good. I'll tell you that. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, uh, this that. has been... <laughs> it's been a very episode long episode. <laughs> 33 of Manga Roos, where we talked a lot about uh, one of the most serious Shonen Jump uh, manga of all time. Next time, join us, please. We're going to talk about an even more serious uh, thing that came out in Shonen Jump. It's called Gyag Manga Biori. Uh, mm. It's absolutely serious, mm. and there's a lot of people dying. You need to see it. Uh, you will have a reaction. Please get volume one uh, before this episode airs and read it so you can react along with us as I get my Mangaroos friends to dive into perhaps one of the darkest series ever to grace the halls of the big pirate. Uh, so, yeah, join us. Thanks. I'm nervous. <laughs> Me too. Emma Norman and